and welcome to Veterans Get After It podcast, where I give military men and women the tools to feel less overwhelmed, more connected, and motivated to get after the life they want. If you want to know how to use the power of coaching and get after what's possible, then this place is for you. I'm your host, Wendy Ray, Army Veteran and Certified Life Coach. Let's get after it. Hello and welcome back, my military community. And if this is your first episode that you're tuning in, I want to let you know that you are in for a treat, my friend, because in today's episode, I'm interviewing two phenomenal leaders that are not only getting after it in the military, but they're also getting after it after hours, which as we all know, active duty members, we don't really have such thing as after hours. So again, seriously, you guys, these two men are not only making a positive impact in the military community, they're honestly making an impact around the world. So they are also a podcast host of Under the Oak podcast. And here we have Sergeant First Class Carter, also known as JC. He is currently stationed at Fort Lee, where he serves as a senior instructor for the Power Generation Division for the Tactical Support Equipment Department. And we also have Sergeant First Class Eric Rostamo. He's currently stationed at Fort Lee, and he is also the Drill Sergeant of the year of 2020. So before we get really deep into the trenches, I want to let them introduce themselves and share a little bit about their podcast before we get right into it. All right, you guys, we can go ahead and get started with Eric. Hi, Wendy. Thank you again for for having us. Super excited. Uh, to be here and collaborate with your podcast. Um, you know, I was referred to you by my, my wife, uh, Nicole, and <clears throat> I've been listening to every single episode that's been coming out, subscribed, and, and I just, I, I love, you know, what you're doing. Um, so to have this opportunity to, to speak with you today is, is, is awesome. Super excited. Um, but for the listeners, I guess, yeah, I'm uh, Sergeant First Class Eric Rostimo. I'm the 2020 United States Army Drill Sergeant of the Year. I was born in Minnesota and joined the Army in 2008. I've never had another job. I've been at Fort Drum for like seven years, Fort Campbell for two, and then I was on the trail and now I'm here at uh, Fort Eustis. Just uh, love helping soldiers. That's why I just created this this little hobby, this, you know, this podcast, just any anything I can get out or lessons learned and, and mistakes and failures because that's that's where we learn you know we don't learn from saying hey look I did this um, we don't we don't get anywhere from that so I, I I look forward to the conversation today absolutely and Eric as we the listeners don't know this but this is our second time recording and the second time I said that you're stationed at Fort Lee but you're actually at Fort Eustis so again I apologize for that but thank you for for your introduction Chasey mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I'll echo a little bit on uh, what Eric was saying. So I'm Sergeant First Class Carter, uh, also known as JC, as you said. I'm stationed here at Fort Lee, um, you know, the senior instructor, pretty much the senior enlisted advisor for all the civilian and military population that, that teach in the schoolhouse. Uh, I also want to say thank you. Um, I, I know how much time it takes to run a podcast, as me and Eric are slowly finding out, uh, me specifically, <laughs> on how much energy and time this takes. But I applaud you for what you do, and I appreciate you for uh, giving us the opportunity to come on here and and share a passion that we both have, all three of us have, for educating the force and helping others 
So I do applaud you for paying it forward. And thank you for giving us the opportunity to come on here and uh, talk not only about your podcast and what you got going on, but you know what we're offering and giving to the force as well. So I look forward to a great conversation today. Yeah, absolutely, JC. And thank you for that. And, you know, before we get into the actual interview, I want to share with all of our listeners here how we connected, which I think is, you know, the, the beautiful thing about having this military community, right? Because as you guys know, you know, we're, we're connected. Like as soon as we put the uniform on, even, you know, right before we get done with basic training, it's like we're a family, right? So, you know, when Nicole reached out to me on Facebook, um, she said, hey, you know, my husband is a co-host of Under the Oak Podcast, and I think you guys need to meet. But, uh, you know, before that, Nicole, I met Nicole at Fort Drum. Like you said, Eric, you were there for like over seven years. I was only there uh, for almost two years. But when it came to dropping off my son, when Nicole was there, it was like the easiest thing to do. Because, you know, as a parent, right, and, you know, I'm going to be a little biased here because as a mom, you know, it's, it it hurts a little, right. To kind of see your little one because he was like one, almost, he was two years old and he didn't like to get dropped off by me, especially early in the morning. Like, I mean, as soon as they opened, he was already getting dropped off and Nicole just made it so easy for me because I mean, she just has that genuine care and love for little kids, which Again, I, I I may have only with my kids, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, Nicole has it for, like, all little kids. I, you know, used to see her every morning and sometimes in the evening, and I used to just remind her, like, hey, thank you for what you do because you just make my job as a mom, as a parent, and also as a leader so much easier because as I was driving, you know, away from Watertown into Fort Drum, I was very uh, comfortable and just happy that he had – you know, great teachers and great support and just very loving, um, you know, staff. So that's a little bit about how. That's awesome. She's great. You know, yeah, she is how how we connected. But um, at the end of the day, you know, like I said earlier, as military, you know, as a military community, we just, we don't just forget about others, right? We continue to have those relationships and, you know, we bond and so I think that, that that was great. And when I started the podcast, she reached out to me. She's like, hey, you know, my, my husband, Eric, I don't know if you remember him, but he also has a podcast with JC, and I would love for y'all to connect. So, of course, Eric, you reached out, and you're like, hey, you know, I listen to your podcast, and it's great. And, and I said the same thing, you know, about yours, because the first – um, episode, I believe it was um, the lion one that I it, it just caught my attention. The lions and sheep uh, episode, and I think JC started um, those episodes. But I fell in love with the the show. Oh yeah, as well yeah. Like, he did the okay. first ten episodes by himself. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy, right? Because like yeah. JC said earlier, it it does take a lot of effort and it does take time, right? Because it's not something that you especially as the leaders that you guys are, right? You just don't want to put anything out there. And as he mentioned earlier, we're all three focused on the same mission, which is helping others, especially the younger soldiers, to really not only take care of their mental health, but also giving them tools to help them throughout their military career because it's tough. Like, I don't care who you are, where you come from, you know, what rank you are, what position you're in, it's going to be tough, right? Yep. 
And that's why I wanted to do the the collaboration so much is is you know Nicole hooked us up together, but sure what did. I really saw in it was you know we all have strengths and weaknesses, and that's what makes a team, right? We're not all just super good at one thing, you know. And and your forte is is life coaching, and you know you help all of these people. I'm just a knuckle dragon NCO. Okay, that that's it. Right. So I wanted I wanted to then in turn connect you with JC because you guys both have the niche of, of that is really good at, at like life coaching and resilience training and I just drag my knuckles across the floor and tell people to do PT. <laughs> You're the backbone. So, yeah. He's smiling because he knows. <laughs> so before you yeah. know, I ask you guys a couple of questions because again, this is for the listeners, right? And I'm gonna try to you know say less, a little bit less <laughs> as we go on here. But tell us a little bit about Under the Oak podcast. Where did where did that come from? JC, do you want me to take that or yeah? Go ahead, man. I'll I'll add on to if need be. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So it it. It came about that just kind of, I wanted to do a podcast because I failed. And I think we're going to talk about this anyway, but if it intertwines, that's okay. So much along the way in 12 years, but through those failures, I've learned, right? And it's gotten me to where I am. So I'm like, I want somehow to, to reach the masses to give junior soldiers or you know young it could be young civilians 18 19 that aren't in the army just some some lessons learned it's kind of like the big brother kind of a thing right because that's why i tell my brother all the time that's my job you know is is to tell you my mistakes so you don't make them i got promoted to staff sergeant in seven and a half years he got it in four years and 11 months because he he did what i told him to do um so i wanted to i wanted to create a podcast with that uh, life moves on. Um, I'm seeing JC posting these videos on, on Facebook and um, he's is life coaching and he's like, this this man is like speaking my language. Like everything that he's talking about, I'm like, I'm going through this. Like I'm going through this right now. It's like he knows me already and he's like speaking to me. You know, it, it's uh, just so, you know, he realizes just how much, you know, those meant and he had no clue who I was, right? But how, but the impact that he was making uh, towards other people. So, and then there was this uh, virtual battle buddy check-in thing that we do on Zoom. And I had heard that he wanted to do a podcast and I was like, you know, hey, trust me, let's do this. You know, I just came to him and, and I suggested, hey, I want to do this. I heard that you want to do this. I, we could lessen the load. You can still do what you want to do and I'll do it sometimes as well, but I'll, I'll just, you know, edit your stuff. So uh, that's where Under the Oak came from. JC, anything to add? No, that was clean, man. Look, hey, so he, he's not lying. Like I said, I was doing videos and uh, he hit me up. And I think he actually said uh, he, he dealt with that when he was competing in the uh, Drill Sergeant of the Year competition. And I remember messaging Eric back and I was like, yeah, no doubt. You know, I appreciate the support, blah, blah, blah. You know, by the way, like, you know, how the competition go? I hope hope you did pretty well. And uh, he was like, yeah, I won. And I was like, oh, so, so you're famous. Okay, all right. Um, so... So he reached out to me after the Battle Blade check-in. We had a great conversation, and uh, thus our podcast was born. Uh, and it's been great ever since. Nice. And I know, um, Eric, I don't know if you elaborated on this or not much, but Under the Oak, the the title, like you mentioned something about that's what it used to be. Yes, very good question, Wendy. So this, 
some of the older generation soldiers that listen to this will understand. It's probably not some of the newer ones, but they are, or they will here soon because I know it's coming back. I've talked to leaders. I know it's coming back. So there was a phrase back when I was a private. So we're talking 2008, 2009 called, they were called Oak Tree Counselings, right? And it didn't, and they were informal counselings. You and I and everyone listening knows that a counselling statement is a DA 4856, right? And it's usually not good. Right. But that's not what it was. It was when a leader could just take their squad to and it didn't have to be a tree. That was just what it's called. But just away somewhere. We sit pretzel style and, and we talk about something. Today, we're going to talk about holistic health and fitness or today we're going to talk about uh, APR rates in cars. Right. Like just right, yeah. just just basic, basic things. And and that's where like the squad leader, team leader really got to know their soldiers and connect with them on that personal level, because you have to be able to do that. Um, otherwise, you're never going to know if something's wrong with them if you're just business um, right. all the time. So those are called oak tree counseling. So I just I, I thought to call it under the oak because they come to the podcast. They listen to it the 20 minutes, 25 minutes on their way to work. Just yeah. get some just get a little something that week uh, we release weekly. Um, we're on seasonal break right now, but, uh, nice. we'll be coming strong here probably mid to late April again. So nice. Yeah. I, I love it. Keep them coming. And JC, so tell me a little bit about where your passion for self-help comes from, like self-help and self-development. Uh, you know, good question. Um, so I would say kind of leading to what Eric said earlier, you know, failure. And, you know, I always say that failure is basically the foundation for who we become right without failure. Uh, we, we wouldn't push and strive to be better than what we were before. Um, and I think that COVID, as bad as it was and as bad as it's been, was was that almost failure? Because we realized that when it came to people teleworking, when it came to people not having that physical interaction with leadership, you noticed a rise in you know, uh, depression, anxiety, um, suicidal tendencies, Right. Um, people, people feeling like they weren't part of a family anymore. Um, so, you know, one day I, I, I did a video, it was a women's appreciation video. Um, and, and it took off and I had hundreds of messages and it had like 30,000 views and all these people were, were messaging me on Facebook. I was like, Hey, you, you obviously have a passion for this and the way that you, uh, come across or articulate yourself. It, it really spoke to me or, Hey, you know, I was having a rough day and I saw your video and it really helped pick me up. And, and it was almost like a, almost like a drug, I guess, you know, it's like, Hey, like, yeah. okay. So, so this is helping people and this, yeah. I, I like this. I want to continue to help people. And, and, you know, I, I had opportunities to go different ways and I, I saw that same passion in Eric. Uh, and we had some great conversations and I know that he's, he's out there doing great things for the military. Um, and we decided like, Hey, this is motivating. Let's capture it because, you know, even now there's still people that are teleworking. So they're able to say, Hey, yeah. I'm not getting these, this leadership because I'm at my house. They can turn on the, on the, uh, tablet or the phone or wherever, and they can listen to me and Eric, give them either that professional advice, that mental advice, life coaching, et cetera. Um, so, so, nice. you know, and, yeah. and if, if I may add again, it is JC and I could give a, you know, what about clout? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, and and ourselves, and we said before we even launched, you know, we're in our we're doing our IPRs, you know, military term for everyone, <laughs> right. and we were like, if I impact one one dude messages me, you know, 
and, and says, Hey, love what you're doing. This is awesome. I subbed. I, li-, you know, I listen up one, one, one kid. I will keep doing this. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't care. I don't check anything, not making any money. So yeah. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree. And, and it really does show that, right? Like based on, you know, the episodes that I've heard of just JC and you two together, you know, it's like you mentioned, it's, it's not about, you know, like, oh, you know, followers and, you know, the clout, like you mentioned, but it's really just impacting that one soldier, right? Because I mean, you guys, it's, it's to the point where, you know, our numbers shouldn't be going up with, um, losing soldiers every day. Right. So if we can impact one person and, and by that, I mean, anyone, right? Like you mentioned, you also encourage civilians, spouses, right? Because we're in it together. So I 100% everything you just said, you know, added to that. And, you know, exactly. I just love the passion that you both have. And, you know, again, like, I think that this is why we connected so well. <laughs> like, just how would you, you feel, Wendy, you know, if you're, you're doing all this work, you're, you're, you're slaving away at your podcast and your footnotes and just all the work that goes into it. And one human being messages you on Facebook and said, yeah, you, you saved me yeah, or, or in such a way you're going to be like sold, yeah. <laughs> you know, one dude. Yeah. Oh, no, I need at least 50. <laughs> Right, and it's it's based, like JC was saying earlier, right, like based on our failures, right? And I think, um, you know, unfortunately, the younger community, the the younger generation, I don't know if it's generation X or Y, I don't keep up anymore, but, you know, (laughs) yeah. So, you know, they're used to everything being a lot easier. And, you know, when, you know, the rubber meets the road, it's kind of like, well, wait a minute, I wasn't expecting to be emotionally, you know, beat up or, you know, beat down. So I think that this is exactly what they need. And, you know, through the platform that you're doing it, either video, YouTube, podcast, under the oak, you know, counselings, they will get that. And I think that that's what we need more of, especially if it's something as random as let's talk about APRs, right? I mean, we need to know and they need to know. So now, Eric, for you, what would you say has been your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? I'll say that's a really good question because there was a lot, there's a lot of them. Um, it was hard to pick my, my biggest ones, but if I really had to, and I'll, I'll use this one because this is what I really helped Ryan, um, who's my brother, out with. Uh, for my first three years in the Army, I thought it was just the I was just the bee's knees, the coolest, you know, person out there that disrespected all the NCOs. I thought I was so cool, right? Like just being BA, you know, like I thought that was um, what was, and all it did was delay me, you know, counseling's after smoke sessions because you could do that back then right there in the (laughs) company area. Um, Didn't even see a first, uh, any kind of favorable action until like year three. Uh, so, you know, with that failure, I take my pride in eat this. That's why I, I it, it sucks to talk about it. It does. Cause I would hate to come on here on a recorded thing. That's about to go on the internet, you know, but I don't care. Pride and ego aside, soldiers can get, come into the army. <laughs> it don't do that. There's no point in doing that. 
Uh, all it does is delay your progress. My brother joined, raised his right hand. I was like, hey, it is yes, sergeant, no sergeant until you are a sergeant, right? And then you right. still call it, you know, senior NCO sergeant put, you know, don't do that. And look, look what happened from what I had said earlier. So right. uh, that's, that's my, my biggest, hugest failure. Cause, and, and I want to say that because the failure itself lasted so long, it lasted uh, three years. So hopefully with me saying that I can create just help with some discipline. We don't have a discipline issue, but I'm just <laughs> saying just just help yeah. with it um, a little bit because it get it gets you nowhere. It, it truly right. gets you nowhere. Yeah, you know I I love um, kind of like that story that you gave. Right, like you came in and you're like I know it all, and you don't have to tell me anything. I have this rank or whatever you thought. You know the whole pride and ego issue, right? And I think mm-hmm. it's something maybe that would that happened you know while you were raised or were you back home or maybe it was just something that you decided to put on as maybe a um, you know to protect you right because I think um, especially for me when I was coming in I did at one point feel fearless because one I came from a very small town and I was the only one in my family that joined the military ever and You know, my parent, well, more specifically, my dad's like, you're not going to make it, right? Because you're a woman and it's a man's job, right? And he was against it pretty much. And, um, you know, it really made me feel really proud when I did complete, you know, basic training, graduated and all that other stuff. So I can kind of see where, you know, maybe that kind of, you know, came from. But at the same time, like you said, it's something that you don't realize that could be one of the biggest failures because you're now using time against you, right? Which is the most valuable thing that humans have. If, you know, you could buy those three years back, Eric, I'm pretty sure you would, right? Because you're like, I could have, you know, really excelled. But for my, yeah, the the 12 years though, I wouldn't change anything because it's led to this culminating event that has been my last like two years of three years of, of success in the army that just, I wouldn't change a thing. But I can help people coming in get to where yes. I got faster, get to where I, I got faster. Yeah, because you ha- you you made that mental shift, right? You decided like, okay, this isn't going to end so well. So now let me just shift and learn from this failure and just keep moving on, like moving forward and and actually getting after it as an NCO, right? Mm-hmm. Nice. 100%. Yeah. Thank you for that, Eric. And now, JC, since you are into self-help and self-development, what can you encourage other, you know, active military service members or even veterans that got out already, um, especially men, you know, to start doing in this area of, you know, self-development, self-help? Because we know that we don't really talk about this much in the military. At least we didn't but I know now we're starting to, but what can you encourage other men that are serving or have served and to start doing with in this area? Okay. So um, one of the important things that you said, Wendy, was the utilization of time and how time is very precious, right? Uh, I, I guarantee you they did a study back in 2016 uh, and, and it was all about what people really wanted the most in life when they, you know, we're on their deathbed. And obviously time was the number one thing. I want more time, more time with my family, more time with my friends, more time to enjoy life, right? 
Um, and you notice that even if you've ever been laid up in the hospital bed, surgery, recovery, whatever, you're sick, it gets to where you're just like, I just want to be outside. I just want to feel the sun. I just want to hear the birds. I need men to understand that there's two types of love, right? And it goes with that. There's unconditional love and there's love under condition. Okay. A lot of men out there are loved under condition. And I don't mean that in any sort of sexist way, but I mean it in the sense of way that you have a lot of stress on your soul on your shoulders. There, you have a lot of responsibilities from the moment you come into this world uh, and you're a man, you're a groom from a very young age to understand that you are the provider financially, emotionally, mentally, spiritually uh, for, for whatever spouse um, you end up with um, for your children. Uh, and, and so being a father myself, I know it's extremely taxing to be yeah. in the military, to be looked at as a father figure from soldiers to have the responsibilities of, of, you know, soldiers that, that are with me and then to come home and have that responsibility with my seed uh, and, and to be able to separate the two. The problem is a lot of men in the military have struggles separating the two between the military and their personal life. And believe it or not, that takes, you know, a, a pretty damaging toll on their children. Um, so when it comes to time, when it comes to unconditional and, you know, love under condition, you have to be able to put your time and energy into the things that matter. My, my biggest failure was my mismanagement of time and putting time into things that did not matter and putting time into people that only loved me because what I was capable of providing or the job that was, you know, singing me high praise because of what I was able to deliver on the battlefield. Um, and then at times neglecting my son, who when I take yeah. this form off is going to depend on me um, and love me unconditionally. So for the men out there, um, you know, you, you carry a heavy burden, but believe it or not, regardless of what you feel about how society feels, your, your mental health is very important. And a lot of people do depend on you, but you need to be able to depend on yourself at the end of the day. So you have to make sure that you're doing that weapons maintenance with your mind being your most important maintenance, you know, as one of the Sergeant Majors Van Cleek said, um, and make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Yes. Uh, because if, if you cannot take care of yourself, then it's kind of hard for you to take care of others. So, you know, I right. got it that this whole macho man, men can't cry, men can't do this. It's that that stigma in society is dying. Thankfully, yeah. thankfully it yes. is dying. Uh, and men are actually out there getting help. And that's why um, I have no problem divulging my personal stuff and getting on the Internet and talking because men need to see that men need to see other men, you know, loving people, forgiving people, you know, being honest about their emotions um, so that we can get rid of this whole macho uh, stigma that unfortunately has led to depression and, and even suicide attempts and successes uh, from men within our ranks that feel like seeking mental health is a sign of weakness. So, yeah. Yeah. JC, thank you for that. I mean, everything you just said is, I mean, spot on and, you know, I, I am so thankful that, you know, you do have a platform, right? And you continue to elaborate on this topic because when I tell you that this is, you know, one of the biggest, um, I want to say, mistakes that we make as leaders, especially men, like you mentioned, you know, not only from how you guys were raised and all the responsibility that's put on, you know, as a provider, I highly agree that it's something that, you know, when it comes to time, um, and I love the way you elaborate on the conditional love, unconditional love and, you know, love under condition, I believe you mentioned it was, but, you know, like the Sergeant Major mentioned, you know, starting with 
really um, taking care of your mental state, right? Like that being the first thing you focus on is priority. And JC, I mean, I, I loved your answer. Thank you for that. Now, Eric, how has any failure helped you emotionally in your personal life? I know earlier you mentioned one of your biggest failures, but any failure, how has that helped you emotionally in your personal life? Yeah, so no, so for me personally and emotionally, so so when I fail at something, one, I don't like it. You know, it doesn't does I don't mind doing it, so I don't have a fear of failure, but I don't like when it happens. And then when it happens, it, and this can be anything, like during all of the success too, my time was not necessarily put all in the right place. And, and sometimes, the, I'm sugarcoating it, the family suffered. I don't want to say sometimes. The family time uh, suffered. So what I have learned too is balance through this, through these, uh, the failures, and we'll say successes too, but it yeah. is finding the balance of of work, studying, and, and putting all that effort into work that has to be matched equally uh, on the home front. I, and, and I just think that I'm, I'm just so lucky, you know, that, that Nicole was so supportive. She understood, she knows this, this army life. She knows, um, what needs to be done. So she fostered the environment here to where I could be successful, but man, do I owe it back. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like you mentioned, it's, it's tough, right? Because you know that there, this is something that one, I, I believe you were picked, correct? This is something that you didn't, you know, just say, well, I'm going to volunteer to be trail sergeant of the year. It was more of like, hey, sorry for Seth Rostomo or just Sergeant Rostomo. Mm -hmm. it, you know, you're getting put in for, you know, nomination for 2020. So it's something now that you, it's like a responsibility for your career, Right. And oh, by the way, you have this also obligation as a husband and a father, you know, to be at home. So again, like you mentioned, it, it's something that we maybe don't know how to really balance, but I think once we, or once you understood like, okay, I know she's going to be completely supportive and she understands his military life. It kind of gave you that, um, you, you emotionally were able to push through. Right. What I mean by that too, is, is it doesn't necessarily make mean that it was okay. Just, just because my spouse understands the life doesn't mean, you know, they should be neglected for all this extra work. Right. They, uh, I got here and they had suggested that I go to Audie Murphy, the Audie Murphy board. And I was like, no, no. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and I think, you know, based on what you just said, it was, it ultimately showed, you showed compassion, right? And I think it's sometimes like, um, I can't remember now if it was you or JC that said something about our ego and our pride, right? I think it was you, Eric. You know, you mm -hmm. kind of had to put that aside. You made a decision and you're like, well, at one point in time, I need to be compassionate for my family as well. You know, I need to really understand the balance here and, I'm going to say no to the Audi Murphy board and I'm still going to continue to push through and find other areas that I can continue to evolve and grow and achieve and really get after it. Right. So I think that that's, you know, great awareness from you, Eric. So I applaud you for that as well. And guys, Absolutely. you know, as we're running out of time here, I just want to say thank you again for allowing me to have you on my platform and answering these questions because I promise you guys, there's going to be one person out there and more specifically a guy, right? That 
or even a spouse that's going to understand really what you both go through every single day as, I mean, literally only two individuals in the military. And we're talking about thousands and thousands others that are literally going through the same thing every single day. So thank you again for joining me here and allowing my listeners and hopefully you get to share this on your platform as well and allowing your listeners to really hear you from a perspective of mental and emotional wellness. So how can everyone reach you? Please let me, please let us know. And I will also link this in the show notes in case if you're driving that way, you get to refer to it later. So please let us know where they can follow you, connect with you. So you can find us uh, pretty much on anything. All right. If it's a platform, we're on it. So Instagram uh, and YouTube under the Oak podcast. Uh, We have our Gmail under the Oak podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we have our Facebook page under the yoke, uh, Spotify, Google podcast, um, Twitter. Uh, and I'm sure eventually we'll have a TikTok. I, I don't know. Uh, Eric's Eric's kind of running all nice. that. He's, he's our tech savvy, uh, guy. So yeah. Um, and, and we're always, uh, you know, we, we again, want to thank you and I know you're going to be, uh, hopefully coming to our platform soon. And for the people listening, we love hearing from people. So if anybody does ever want to reach out on any of those channels and give us a shout, maybe you have a topic you want us to talk about, or maybe you want to actually come on the show, please feel free to, to, to reach out to us. That's what we're here for. We want to hear from the people out there grinding and getting it every day. So. All right. Thank you so much, you guys, again. And you guys, as I told you at the very beginning, you may need to listen to this episode one more time, but thank you for joining me and Until next week, let's get after it. Thank you for joining me in today's episode. And before you go, I'd love to ask you to take a minute to hit that subscribe button and leave a quick review. And if you're feeling generous, you can include a comment with something that you love about the podcast. And I'll choose a few to include in shout outs in upcoming episodes. Thanks again for joining me and let's get after it. See you soon.